Welcome to Geek Out with Angie Fiedler-Sutton, an ongoing discussion on geeky topics. Hello fellow geeks. Apologies for the posting delay. I started coming down with a cold around the 7th, then went to Nashville for a work thing, then came back and the cold hit me hard. I've been battling it for the past couple of weeks as a result. I even went to the doctor earlier this week. On the good side, I'm starting to feel better and next month's episode should be released on time. You may not recognize the name Ulug Beg, but he had an enormous impact on how we perceive science. The short film, The Man Who Unlocked the Universe, hopes to bring his name into the light. This is the story of Ulug Beg. Born a prince, he rose to become king, and as ruler of Samarkand, instilled in his people a love of knowledge and the arts. 150 years before Galileo invented the telescope, Ulug Beg built the largest astronomical instruments on Earth turning Samarkand into the center of the 15th century astronomy world. Renaissance thinker, visionary architect, gifted scholar. He made one of the first tables that underlie the geometry for constructing patterns like this. He built several madrasas or schools with the inscription, striving towards knowledge is the duty of every Muslim man and woman over the main gates. His greatest accomplishments still hold meaning today. Over the centuries, a bigger and bigger error had built up in the coordinates of stars, and Ulug Beg corrected that two centuries before telescopes were invented. Back in June, I attended the red carpet premiere for the short and had a chance to talk to some of the people involved. It was a fairly truncated red carpet, so this is a shorter-than-usual podcast. I did a write-up for Fandomopolis, but wanted to let you hear the interviews as well. My name is Francisco Valle. I'm playing Ulubeg, the young version of the lead character, and where Armando Sante played the older version of the character. Tell me a little bit about him. Ulubeg was uh, an astronomer uh, who was the nephew of the big emperor, the biggest emperor from Central Asia, whose name was Timur from the Tamilan Empire. So uh, Ulubeg was an uh, innovator uh, who brought a lot to the new uh, the astronomers that we have today. All the discoveries that uh, were brought today, they were used by, they, they were brought by him actually, uh, for uh, how the rotation of the earth, uh, many little details that you're gonna see I don't want to spoil it for you, or you're going to see in the movie. What drew you to the part? I think it's a fascinating story. Uh, I'm very drawn to history. I love it. I like to study. I'm, you know, the way I look, but um, I love to read all the time. And history is, if I could shoot movies all the time, they would be all from 3,000 years ago and 5,000 years ago, uh, if I could. <laughs> So why this documentary now? What's important about releasing it now? Well, uh, seeing it now, you go, you're going to connect, uh, you're going to make a click of how 
why we, th we think about Galileo Galilei um, and others, they used uh, his publications to get to where they were at that moment. What was your favorite part of playing the role? My favorite part was, um, I'm going to tell you a story. Um, when we were shooting the movie, uh, my favorite moment was shooting at the grave of this character. Um, uh, we have, uh, in the city of Samarkand, you have the grave which where you have actually access as a tourist uh, to the grave. But deep down, like 10 meters under, is a real grave, which no one can have access to that. And Armin and me, uh, we went in there because we play him. And right there is uh, the big Timur, Ulubeg, and many others. And so it was kind of fascinating to actually connect to my character in that way. It was, it, I felt such a peace and such a, an achievement in some way. You know, it's like asking, I'm hoping I'm, you know, I'm telling your story. And then what's your, what are you working on next? Well, I just came out in Days of Our Lives. That came out in May, I think. I was in The Last Ship. Um, I was working in another project, working in production of another movie with a Mexican production. I love action movies. Armando Santo, yeah. Who do you play? Ulibaj. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about your character. Well, Ulibaj is a pre-Renaissance pre uh, uh, genius uh, mathematician and astronomer. He gave the world the first GPS, the Global Navigational Positioning System. He, was, um, he gave the world the first map of 1,006 stars, gauged to such accuracy that astronomers to this day cannot discern how he did that. He was a true genius of Uzbek culture. And um, his legacy was preserved by one student who brought his work to Istanbul. But Ulibej, in terms of astronomy, is probably one of the true kings ever in the history of the stars and uh, exploration. He is responsible literally for all the great explorers of the Renaissance, Columbus, Magellan, Vespucci, could never have done what they did without Ulibaj. They owe it, uh, their legacy to uh, Ulibaj. Now, I usually follow up with what drew you to the part, but you basically already explained that. Um, did, did they approach you or did you approach them? No, I, I, I'm very happy to say that I discovered the, the director Baha uh, Bakadi Yuldajev in, at a film festival in Chechnya in, uh, about nine years ago, ten years ago. And I watched a film that he showed me and I thought he is one of the most brilliant young cinematographers I've ever seen. And uh, I promised him that we would work together. This is our third effort. So it came out of a process of knowing each other and trusting each other and believing in each other. And so moments uh, on this project were in wind chill factors of 12 below zero. It was he and I and the crew and we stuck it out. I'm Azaja Pekov. I'm a producer of this film. Uh, tell me a little bit about um, the film itself and why uh, it's important to be seen today. Well, it's very um, interesting and exciting project. It's a history which we wanted to show to a younger generation and people around the world who will be interested in that. 
or look back at such a huge historical person in all Eurasian continent and we wanted to show it to the world and get personally acquainted with his life and achievements. How did you become aware of this story? Well, the, the idea, the director of the film, he had this idea and we started working on this and since it's uh, such an important project and theme, I of course was exciting to produce it and be a part of this story in the Why should people watch this? Well, it's interesting because we are, as I think, we are all came from the stars and everyone who is interested in stars and believe in stars, I think, should watch it. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, it's Adam MacArthur here from Star vs. the Forces of Evil. I'm chilling with Angie Fiedler-Sutton on the Geekin' Out podcast, and we're having a great time. You can find Contents May Vary, the home of the Geek Out podcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash contentsmayvary. You can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at the handle Angie F. Sutton. Be sure to give me a review over on iTunes or Stitcher. Finally, I have a newsletter. Be sure to sign up for it over at angiefsutton.com. And now back to my red carpet for The Man Who Unlocked the Universe. I got to sit in on an interview BJ Chorus was doing for The Hollywood Moment with none other than astronaut Buzz Aldrin. Hey everyone, BJ Chorus here for The Hollywood Moment. We're here tonight with... Who locked it? Buzz oh, me, Aldrin. I'm Buzz Aldrin. Right. Buzz, I mean, this is an exciting evening. I mean, when you unlock the universe yourself, how important is it when you look at what's going on today with a film like this, The Man Who Unlocked the Universe? How inspiring it, is this it's for you? A, it, it's a part of history that I uh, was opened up for me. I had no idea uh, all those details that that are revealed in that film. It just many people have been so pleased to uh, to be able to uh, fill that vacuum in my history. Now it's got me wondering now, uh, what happened before Ulag? And how did we get from him to Galileo? And, uh, but, but what an amazing life and uh, contributions. You know, with all the innovations from Elon Musk, and with Tesla, and everything that he's doing, and the space exploration, how enthused are you for the future of tomorrow with the technology that we have today? Where do you see the future? Would you see yourself going to Mars? <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think so? No. <laughs> but what do you think about the technology with Elon? Well, uh, what made Apollo work was an engineer at Langley, his name was John Hoople, who prevailed over such renowned figures as Werner von Braun and many leading people in the government. But his method of sophistication of LOR, Lunar Orbit Rendezvous, I am so pleased to improve it to LRR, Lunar Reusable Rendezvous, and Mars Reusable Rendezvous, and connected by reusable spacecraft. Uh, this is the, uh, the the only way we're going to be able to do things. 
Now, Elon, I think, uh, has pioneered uh, reusable rockets, and he's still doing so. But I think so is uh, Jeff Bezos uh, also. Uh, and I think that, uh, that a lot of uh, new ways are going to open up, and I uh, just hope that uh, my experience, education, and curiosity has enabled me to put together a few, uh, I hope, inspirational, economic, and a great legacy, too. You've left a great legacy ahead, too. Far more, far more than shooting down a couple airplanes, kicking up dust on the moon. What I imagine, what I'm involved in now, far more important to me anyway, and I hope to the nation. And now, it's time for Angie Geeks Out. Back in episode 30, covering Gallifrey One, I talked about the panel for Big Finish Audio, and briefly talked about my love for this audio production company. In case you didn't listen to that episode, Big Finish was founded in 1996, releasing audio plays adapted from the Doctor Who New Adventure books from Virgin. They have since then expanded onto other properties, such as The Avengers, the British television show, The Prisoner, Sherlock Holmes, and other works. While at Gallifrey One, I had purchased a couple of their CDs, and then a few months ago, they had a sale and I managed to buy a few of their recordings in MP3 format. My purchases included a production of The Martian Chronicles starring, among others, Derek Jacobi and Haley Atwell, as well as my first foray into two of the big finished series. The first one was one I'd been wanting to delve into for a while, the characters of Jago and Lightfoot. I'd love these two in the Tom Baker story, The Talons of Wayne Chiang. Of course, hindsight being 2020, I now realize it's because they're basically Watson and Lestrade to the Doctor's Sherlock Holmes. So, of course, I wanted to see them interact with Strax for the new series and bought Jago and Lightfoot and Strax, The Haunting. The second series was one I wasn't familiar with but was fascinated by when I read the description, The Confessions of Dorian Gray. Inspired by Oscar Wilde's story, it reimagines a world where Grey is real and immortal. As of the recording of this, I've only listened to the backdoor pilot that started it all, titled Shades of Grey, and technically a Bernice Summerfield story. The sale included the first two series, and I look forward to hearing more. You can learn more about Big Finish and even download some items for free on their website, bigfinish.com. And that's a wrap for this episode. Thanks to the cast and crew for taking the time to talk to me at the red carpet. More information on them and the movie itself can be found in my show notes, which can be found at angiefsutton.com. Thanks also to actor and voiceover artist Adam MacArthur for his plug. You can hear him as one of many interviews in episode 29, which was the red carpet for the movie Living Among Us. And a shout out to Metamorphelia, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, on iTunes, who wrote my very first review of this podcast, giving it five stars as well. Thanks! As mentioned in the mid-show break, the more ratings and reviews I get on iTunes, the more likely it shows up on searches for others to find. Next up, unless you've been under a rock for the last couple of months, you'll have noticed that the Star Wars fandom has been experiencing some negative issues, partially thanks to The Last Jedi. For the first time on this podcast, I decided to do a roundtable. I got together with four other women to discuss the growing toxic fandom and potential reasons for it. Until next time... Stay geeky. Thanks for listening to Geek Out with Angie Fiedler Sutton. The theme song is Schoolyard Haze by Yari Picknickin, available via the Free Music Archive. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike License. 
More information about the podcast is available on AngieFSutton.com.